Hello and welcome back to Let's Be Human. My name is Amanda and today I am sharing with you a very, very touching story about something that happened to me when I was 17 years old. Are you ready? Okay. Now, I remember when I was trying to get my driver's license, it was the most stressful time of my life. Not even school stressed me out as, as much as this did. But doing my driver's license test, oh my god, it was so frustrating because I had actually failed it three times. And let me just say, it was my learner's test I failed. Not my driver's test, my learner's test. My crazy, introverted ass couldn't even pass a simple little test. I was absolutely embarrassed with myself. I I didn't tell anybody. Nobody knew about it except for my mom and my grandparents. They were the only ones. It was at this point in my life, at the age of 17, where I gave myself an ultimatum. I will do the test for one last time and if I still did not pass it on the fourth time then I would just try and get a fake one because well this driver's test was just causing my brain to become one big brain stew and it was stressing me out so my young ass couldn't pass a test and I couldn't deal with the disappointment again. And let me just say, guys, uh, everybody who's listening to this, you know, the feeling of being so disappointed in yourself is the worst thing that a person can feel. Honestly, it's as if you are so disappointed in yourself that you start to think, maybe I, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just so stupid that I just cannot get it. Maybe I'm just not good enough. So, it's very important that most times in our lives we overthink things. And we actually sabotage ourselves. You will, now, you will understand why I'm saying this in a minute. But it's very important for us to know, every single day, every time we tell each ourselves that we are not good enough, we are actually setting ourselves up for disappointment. Okay, so just remember that. Every time we tell ourselves that we are not good enough or there is something wrong with us, we are setting ourselves up for disappointment. And we do not want that, okay? I will, I will get back to this in a second. I lived in a different city at the time. I lived with my mom. And we traveled almost every second week to my grandparents' house, my hometown. Because, uh, you know, it was a lot smaller. And the waiting period to do my driver's test wasn't as long as it is in the city where I lived. The day I failed on my third test, my mom told me, you know what, Amanda, listen, I think you need to give it a break 
it's not maybe it's not the right time for you to get your license maybe it's god's way of saying just wait a little while longer uh, she told me that we can come back in the next few months and try again and of course i was young i thought i knew everything and i told her no and i refused and because you know what in my head it was as if i was studying so damn hard to pass this test and i just didn't know why i didn't pass it like i had to pass it at some point right it it all the information was in my head it had to come out and do it like it had to at some point i had to pass it <laughs> Why couldn't I pass this test? Oh my god. So, later that day, it was the night before we were meant to leave. Later that day, I convinced my mom to leave me at my grandparents' house. And I told her that when I pass my test, my driver's test, I will work here by my grandparents. I will get a car and then I will come home. And that she did not need to pick me up or come here or anything like that. Okay, obviously she came to visit my grandparents. She came to visit me, but she refused to take me back home. Uh, then the next morning she left and like she, true to her word, she left me all alone with my granny and my grandpa and my granny my grand's brother and we all stayed in the house uh, I I loved them to bed so it wasn't uh, a horrible moment or anything like that I really enjoyed staying with them they, they are very accommodating so at this point I was so angry with myself that I had actually convinced my mom to come in on a plan that I had made up to force myself to accomplish my goals because well I believed in myself and no matter how many times I had failed that damn test I had to get it right at some point and if not then well I was just gonna get a fake one and if I got caught I guess I would have to try again but I only had a plan A it was 17 I only had a plan A, I didn't have a plan B, or C, or D, or Z, only A. That week, I rescheduled my new test date, and the day of my test, my grandfather offered to take me to go do my test. Uh, when we got there, I walked in, I was so stressed out, oh my god, I was, <laughs> I swear, I was like pale and I was wet like my whole entire body was wet from all the sweat and all the stress and it just I don't even remember much from that time to be honest all I remember is like maybe about 15 minutes of the hour that I was there <laughs> I was sitting in front of the old computer there at the traffic department and I looked at those questions and I got so scared and immediately started to panic 
Well, because the self-doubt was starting to creep in again. And obviously being surrounded by police officers and strangers, oh my goodness, it was just a little bit too much for me. I actually felt like running straight out, you know, it was a lot of pressure. So I just didn't do anything. I kind of just froze up and I just was looking at the computer screen, not doing anything. I didn't answer any questions for the first like two minutes, two, three minutes of the 25 minute long test. I just stared at the screen and all that went through my head was, I'm going to fail, I can't do this, I'm not good enough. And then something happened. Something had happened and in a split second, a feeling of calm came over me. And it was a split second. It was just like, okay, calm. And in that calm, I just didn't care anymore. It was like all my stress just slid away off my body. And I realized to myself in that split second when everything just went away and I just didn't care that it was just a test and it didn't define me if I had passed or failed. It was just a test. The people around me didn't even know me. They only knew I was taking a test. And obviously the police officers that were there, they were there because they were making sure none of us were cheating, which I didn't do because I was frozen, stuck, I didn't even touch the computer. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> it, it actually, it's, it's actually quite an experience to actually talk about this again because I'm, I'm actually like feeling everything all over again. It's crazy. So, I took a deep breath. Okay. I took a deep breath, I started answering all the questions, and I finished everything in under 10 minutes, and I submitted, and I waited. And I know all that calm and all that stress just like, you know, it kind of just went away, but when you are waiting, and you finished your test faster than everybody else, you have to think to yourself, oh my god, did I do it too fast? <laughs> Did I answer all the questions correctly? Maybe I missed something, or maybe I misunderstood something, or you know, like that—that that self doubt started creeping in again, and it was starting to like eat me away. I was starting to sweat. My hands were all wet again. And then you wouldn't guess what happened. Yep, guess what happened? Yep, 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 yep. I passed with a hundred percent. Every single question I answered, I answered correctly. I was so stressed out over everything that I almost sabotaged myself. And for the fourth time, which I would have wasted a lot of time, a lot of my time, a lot of my mom's time, and a lot of my grandfather's time. So keep that in mind, okay, ladies and gentlemen? If you feel that stress coming over you, and if you feel that anxiety, and you feel all these ugly negative things coming bashing at you, just remember, it could be that you are doing it to yourself. So maybe take a step back, take a deep breath, and just uh, 
take one step at a time, okay? So, and moving on. My mom, now, the darling that she is, she kept to her word, and she never took me back home. I got a job, like I said I would. It actually paid me almost zero to nothing, almost nothing, zero to nothing, almost. I worked there for at least one year, and then I got my first car, which was uh, kind of broken up. <laughs> I kind of fixed it, and I sold it, only to buy myself a different car, which was less a gas per month. Um, yeah, I traveled with that car for so many years. It never really gave me any problems. I, <laughs> it was the best car I could ever afford for myself. And it was an old car. It was a white city gold 1.4 fuel injected. If you are interested in seeing that, you can go and Google it. It's a box shaped gold. Loved it so much. It was my baby. I loved everything about that car. It, I, I, when I bought it, it didn't have a radio. It didn't have a CD player or any um, speakers in it. Nothing. It was just basically a skeleton of a car that worked really well. And it was my baby. <laughs> I didn't even bother to put that stuff in. All the years that I had the car, I drove without the radio, without music, without nothing, it was just a car. <laughs> uh, you know, like on long road trips, I was the solo singer, the lead singer of my own band, you know, that type thing. I had a really good voice, well at least I thought so. Uh, after a while, I say after like a few years, I made my way back home with my mom and my car <laughs> and my mom couldn't have been more happier and more excited for me she already knew that I had got a car but she didn't force me to come back home because she knew already I'm young I'm going around I have my car <laughs> I paid for everything I have my gas that I pay for now I know that some moms out there that's listening to this will be like oh your mother is a bad mother. She just agreed to and left you to defend for yourself. Well, that is your opinion. But in my eyes, ladies and gentlemen, my mother had respected my decision and my choices. She gave me the responsibility. She gave me the consequences. She gave me my own power. So if anything, she was the best mom that I could have ever asked for. So, in the end of the day, at the end of this, I want—I just want you guys to take with you that sometimes we have people in our lives that tell us what to do. The controllers, they like to control everyone and everything. And if they don't have control, they freak out. I don't know, maybe you know some of those people. And we also have the people that allow us to grow, learn and learn from our mistakes, and to start taking responsibility for our own lives. And just all they do is just show us support with absolutely no judgment. Of course, everyone will try and protect us, 
from evil, bad people and things. And we should never shove those people away or ignore them. But rather just listen to them. Not I, When I say listen, I'm not saying do what they say. I'm saying listen, keep an open ear. Listen to them and just take in what they are saying. Stay and just stay true to who you are. Okay? So all you have to do is just believe in yourself and your judgment. And just remember to be safe like I did. With the decision that I made, convincing my mom to leave me, let me do my own thing. I stayed with my grandparents, which had looked after me and accommodated me during my learning growth period. And yeah, they they allowed me to grow. They gave me my space. They let me learn from my mistakes. And now I live a happy life. I have this podcast. I have you guys. And I love you guys. And I love myself. Now, for today, you've listened to the end of this podcast now. End of my story. <laughs> Now for today, if you are interested in doing some of your own personal growth and homework, I want you to write down in your little journal the first thing that you have accomplished in your life that has made you so proud until this day. And if this moment makes you feel so happy and so strong and so independent, I want you to do something for me. I want you to clap your hands or I want you to click your fingers or to just say to yourself, go into the go to the mirror and just look at yourself and say, that was me. And then just put it in your diary, leave it there, and just analyze how you are feeling. Okay? So I hope you guys enjoy this day. This, this podcast I really had so much fun telling you the story because this is my first ever part of my life that I felt like I had control when I was 17 and I wanted to share it with everybody because you know what we are all not perfect I failed my test like three times and it was so simple <laughs> so there are things in life that sometimes seem like oh my goodness what am I doing this for you know but I want everybody to just think about for one sec just think about this for one second is that everybody is different you know stress anxiety self-sabotaging it all comes in the way of us growing it all comes in the in our way of you know personal self-love it comes in the way of respecting ourselves so today just for today write in your diary the first thing that you've accomplished that made you feel so proud until this day like how I did with my license and even though people think you're crazy for having like such a silly little thing they will they would say silly little thing but it's not you write that down in your journal and you tell me how it makes you feel. Don't forget to clap your hands, click your fingers, go to the mirror and say, I did this. Even point your finger out and say, I did this. I did this by myself. I feel proud of it. Okay? 
So thank you so much again for listening to this podcast. I hope to hear from you guys soon. Don't forget to check out my website at Let's Be Human. I love you all so much. And don't forget to subscribe to my channels and to my, my podcast. Bye-bye.